talking runners like you, who aren't professional athletes or paid sponsored runners. Avoid injury and increase athletic performance to enjoy running race events for the rest of your life without wasting money on trends or using dangerous painkiller drugs. That is the question. And on hashtag Run Pain Free Podcast, your host, sports biomechanics, athletic injury correction, and conditioning expert, Jessica Marie Rose Leggio, gives you the answers. Hello everyone, it is Jessica. Thank you for listening in to the Run Pain Free Podcast. And this podcast is brought to you by the Run Pain Free Academy. Please make sure you are subscribed, share, comment. We'd love to hear from you. We wanna make sure we're giving you all of what you need to make sure you're running healthy and strong. Any questions or comments, again, please leave them throughout wherever you are listening to this because today we are talking about wasted talent. The saddest thing in the world is wasted talent. Someone who's educated, knowledgeable, yet just has bad habits. It could be from being attention seeking, or it could be sneaker choice, or it could be people around them. It could be who they choose as a coach. It could be a whole bunch of things. Doesn't matter, just bad habits in general. Apply it as you may. But it's really sad, I see it all the time. I've seen it for years and years and years to see athletes who have such promise and have really a a potential in front of them, but because of just bad habits and what they are involved in or around or with, it really holds them back from reaching their fullest potential as an athlete. The lack of emotional control is a big aspect of that. So say it's attention seeking, which is huge. And I talk about that a lot because It's just the kind of society we live in. Everybody wants to be seen. Everybody wants to be heard. Everybody knows everything. Everybody knows it all. And that's just real. It's not, you know, that's not, I'm not just taking that out of nowhere. And I talk about it, I've talked about it for years. And this is just more direct. And it just just so happens that, you know, if it's attention seeking and the emotional control, this could be like an injury. This could be not getting that PR. And then it becomes like the whole world is crushing down on that person. And it's a lack of emotional control that really does hold them back. And if they could just see where the work is in getting that PR, for example, if I use that and go with it, if it's like, you know, I didn't get that PR, I should have gotten it. I wanted to get that PR for such and such qualification race or whatever the case is. And they choose the route of the world is against them. No one's going to help them and then go further and hate everybody who beat them in their eyes, beat them did qualify, did get a PR, all of those things, that becomes something that is more internal and not being able to be like, you know what? I didn't get a PR. I really wanted to PR this course, but I see where I could improve. I can take it where I I can improve. And I'm gonna reference again the Marathon Training Summit that we did at MarathonTrainingSummit.com where we spoke to Dina Castor, an Olympian. I'm gonna talk about her a lot in a lot of my podcast probably moving forward because she really does represent a lot of what runners struggle with. This is an Olympian who would lose or not place or do terrible at a race and never once walked away with the oh woe is me or victim mentality, never once. She walked away with how she was going to do better the next time at that race. She walked away with what she was going to take from that to train better, to understand what she did wrong. Or she was like, yeah, I got more time. I know I have a couple more years at this race, at this course to improve this. And she used that throughout her entire career. She still uses it. It's a mentality. It's a mindset. 
And so when I see somebody with potential, it's sad because I've seen a lot of athletes. I've seen a lot of dancers, a lot of gymnasts that have tons of potential and their lack of emotional control in those high pressure situations gets the best of them. I've seen a ton of dancers go through this, especially with ballet and especially in the audition scene in New York City. They would come from all over and they would come. I, I live here, so I was at all these auditions and I would see dancers if they weren't mine when I was teaching and having my dancers go out and audition. I would see other dancers who had a lot of potential and then they would just crack or break under that pressure, under that tension, but not so much like it got the best of them. It was more like an anger and then everybody was against them and it was more ego driven. And so I do think that that lends to it a little bit more because I do believe everybody has a hard time with pressure and people deal with it differently and it kind of can rattle you either way. Even if you're good under pressure, you're still under pressure. You know what I mean? So when you look at it from the aspect of when there's when the ego gets involved and it's like, oh, well, I didn't make it because that person didn't like me or I didn't get that part because that person didn't see my pirouette or whatever the case is. It's very much ego. It's like, no, there was just other people that were better. That's all. And that's why that person got that part and you didn't. With the difference with running in the same um, example is that with running, it's really you against you. No one else cares. Like Honestly, nobody cares. You're not out there winning unless you're a professional runner and, and, and you're trying to place as a professional runner. And even then, those runners who are still running for themselves support one another at the same race. How about that? They support each other at the same race. They all want all of each other to win. They all want all of each other to win. And they know if they don't perform well, they didn't perform well. It has nothing to do with the next runner. That doesn't even translate into their bodies, results, or their, their abilities or not. It doesn't translate. It's their thing. Whatever they do as a runner, they did. It has absolutely nothing to do with what anybody else did. And they all understand that and they respect it. When a local or a young runner who's coming up and has potential, when they can't see that or don't apply that kind of mindset and mentality, it creates a lack of ability to emotionally control. And in that, what I mean by that is being able to take that situation and look at yourself Instead of pointing your fingers to everything external, it has to get looked at at yourself. What did you do? What didn't you do? What could you have done more of? Did you sleep? Did you fuel? Did you roll? Did you prep your body? Did you go to all your sessions? Were you present at your sessions? Did you do your homework? Did you do your hill training? Did you? Maybe you didn't. And it's time to get honest with yourself. And all that's ever gonna come from that, guys, is a better athlete in yourself. That's all that's ever gonna happen from being honest. That's all that's ever gonna happen. Like nothing bad is gonna come from you getting honest with yourself. Are you gonna feel it? Of course you're gonna feel it, but you'll never get to the other side of it if you don't feel through it. It's just never gonna happen. So when you allow your ego to come in and block you from actually going inward, and the ego sets in and it's everything external, it's this person, it's that person, it's this person, it's that person, which is really ludicrous if you think about it because you really never can blame anybody on a run but yourself. But a runner will find a way to do that. A runner will find a way to hate another runner 
or say something about a slower runner or something about a faster runner. Everybody becomes an enemy. Everybody does something to some, and it's really ridiculous because it really only ever boils down to your performance, period. Because running is you against you. It's got nothing to do with anybody else. It's not a team sport. No one's on your team, no one. And so when you really just take running for what it is and the essence of running is making you humble and honest with yourself, then when you have a potential as a runner, you actually can achieve that potential or feel that potential and get to your best whatever that is. It's really just sad to see somebody with an unhidden athletic talent they never knew they had and then their ego gets in the way of it some way, shape or form. Their lack of emotional control is real and they don't know how to implement these self-honesty tactics, if you will. It's just, it's just what it is. I've seen it a million times and it's, it's tough to watch. When you really take a step back and just really focus on what you're doing, which is what the Run Pain Free Academy does. That's where we go from soup to nuts and we go over mindset and we go over where you're at and we go over the injuries and we go over how you're running and how you're not running and why you do this and not that. And we go over your fuel and we go over your hydration and we go over your rest because it all matters. Because I don't care if you're a 15 minute runner or you're a sub seven minute runner. You need to be the best at whatever rate that is. If that's a 15 minute, that's a 15 minute. If that's at seven, that's at seven. It's you against you. Nobody else cares. No one cares. It's your performance. So your performance has to be as much important to you as your thoughts of everybody else around you. When you're making the thoughts of what everybody else around you is doing more important than what you did or didn't do, that's a red flag you need to check yourself. That's a red flag, you have potential, because you're angry, right? So you wanna do better. So you have potential, you have a driven, you have a drive, you have will, but it's being misappropriated. It's being misappropriated. It's being looking at everything external and it's not looking at anybody inside. And it's sad, because I see it with young kids who have a lot of potential in sports, because we do with all sports here, basketball, football, baseball, soccer, dance, gymnastics. I see it with kids who have a ton of potential and that emotional control in, the, in terms of your ego setting in, that's really specific what I'm speaking about. When the ego sets in, it blocks you from going internal. It blocks you from being like, what did I do, what did I not do? No one cares. You have to perform. Regardless of who's performing around you, regardless of who's not performing around you, you have to perform. Something else that I see set in is when runners have friends pace them. So if a runner has a friend pacing them and the pacer is actually holding them back, and the runner doesn't want to go ahead of it because that pacer is supposed to quote keep them in that pocket but the runner should be speeding up a little bit and they're holding back and if they feel they're holding back they're not speeding up they're not opening up and they limit themselves a that causes injury by the way when you short stride and you run slower than your basic speed that, that causes injury you should never be trying to exceed your speed level, no. But if you feel comfortable and you're like, I can open up, you should be opening up. But I've seen a lot of people pace people down and that causes a lot of injuries a lot of the time. And so that's someone holding, holding another person back. Or you're in a crew at that bullshit sexy pace that burns me up a wall, I can't stand it. I just, I can't stand it because there's no such thing. It's not sexy by the way, it's actually not cute. It's actually not cute. It hurts you, it injures you. You should be running your fullest potential at whatever speed that is. If it's, stop putting the label slow on it, first of all. If it's 15, if it's 14, if it's 13, 
It's your pace. Stop calling it slow. You're immediately putting a label on it that's making you feel less than. It's putting you down. It's bringing you down. And then you automatically feel like you're pocketed and not. you'll never be, quote, faster. You'll never progress to faster. You won't be a fast person. You're not an elite. You immediately put that on yourself. Stop saying that. It's your friggin' pace. Let it be your pace and be done with it. Stop putting a label on it. I digress very easily on these podcasts, by the way. Anyway. If that is your pace, then that is your pace. 14 minutes, open up. If you're opening up and you're running a 14 minute mile, you're running a 14 minute mile. Properly, strong, everything's cooking. The arms are going, the torque is going, you're twisting, you're moving, your knees are coming up, you're extending your hips, your glutes are firing, you're using your full foot. That's cooking. That's whatever pace that is for you. Now, when you actually use that form, you can actually train the real reason why you run, which is your heart and your lungs. But if you still stick in this stupid, sexy pace business, you're never gonna ever feel your heart and your lungs get to the place where they can actually be conditioned and trained. Never gonna happen. Because you're focusing on short strides that are short and you're conditioning that behavior over and over and over again. So whatever potential you do have, throws out the window. And then you're in a crew of people and now you have to stay in that pocket. So say you have a little voice like, you know, Jessica from One Pain Free Podcast is in your head telling you, stop sexy pacing it, move your ass, open up your legs and see what your body can do and let's work on that. And your friends around you aren't doing that. That's holding you back. That's, and then you never know what your talent is. You never know what your potential is. I have seen countless people get so fast that they never even realized they could ever run that far, run that fast and run that fast and feel comfortable. That's talent. That is wasted talent when they don't know this, right? So I have tons of runners that get to that place and they do that and they're like, oh my God, I didn't even know I was running that fast. It's a super common thing I get. I wasn't even trying. I wasn't even having any effort and I was running and I couldn't believe I was running a sub 10 minute mile. I never knew that would happen. Is Are these times right? Is this pacing right? Is this app right? Is Nike right? Is Apple right? Is Garmin right? I get it all the time because they did not know. That's efficient running, by the way. Problem is they feel that, right? And then they go back and run with their friends who all wanna run slow or sexy pace, right? And now they feel like crap. So they hurt themselves because they are slower than what they've tra- than what their body has already realized it can do. So the body is like, what are you doing? I know I can run faster than this. And now you're slowing me down. Like, this is not okay. This is not our slow pace. Our slow pace is actually faster now. And our faster pace is faster. Like all our pace has changed. Why are you doing this to me? So your body goes into injury. High hamstring strains on this one. This is a big hamstring issue or foot issue or hip groin issue, big time. When you start shortening your strides, you'll start feeling those muscles. Just so you know, red flags. And so that's holding somebody back. And no, nobody is trying to do that, of course not. But when you don't know what your body is capable of, when you don't know athletic conditioning, when you don't know proper running form and proper run training, and you've never been trained properly, you don't know these things. So that's why you get onto the Run Pain Free podcast and you listen and you learn so you can apply these things. So when that happens, it becomes an injury now. Now that's wasted talent because you had education, you didn't didn't apply, you have potential that you just squashed, and now your body's not gonna respond the same way. So now we have to go back to the drawing board and get the injury fixed, and then we have to go over why you can't run like that anymore. You don't have to run shoulder to shoulder with people to run with people. As long as they're in your view, ahead of you or behind you, you're fine.
and I do that a lot with the run pain free runners. Everybody run their own friggin' pace. Check, look over your shoulder, check on your buddy. Look ahead, check on your buddy. Look to your side, check on your buddy. You don't have to be side to side. You just gotta be able to see them. That's all that matters. That's running together. That's letting everybody run for themselves. But making someone stay in pocket and run next to you, that's a bad habit. That's a bad habit, okay? So it happens at all levels. I'm not talking about someone that has talent, that's wasted talent, that's a sub seven, sub six minute runner. No, it doesn't have to be that fast. It could happen at all different levels. Now, when I do have somebody that's fast and they waste their talent, because we all know how hard it is to get into a lot of these races and is qualifying times needed for certain races like Boston. There's qualifying times. There is an all women's marathon in Japan. It's the only all women's marathon. That's a big deal. There's a lot of qualifying times. Even I believe some of some New York is because uh, there's so many races, but there's a lot of races that are qualifying times. I'm not shooting off my head. So when you're trying to qualify for any race, then that's, that's serious, right? Especially if it's just for your own good, because you know, you're not going to win the race. You know, you're not going to, uh, you know, beat anybody. You're not meddling. You're not all that. Or could you, you see Laura Sadal, she is a triathlete and Ironman champion. She was winning races, non-professional in 2013. And then she became a professional triathlete. Then she became one. She was winning races, non-professional. So that's what I'm talking about. This is not unheard of people. She's also on the Marathon Training Summit. By the way, she's, this is not unheard of. There are tons of stories like this where people were placing and winning and were like, I can actually like beat people. I can actually do that. So this is, I can actually win this race. That's a big deal. That's realizing you have talent and nurturing it and embracing it and conditioning it. That's what that is. But it's, that's why it's sad to see somebody who might be able to do that, but they're caught up in bad habits. They're caught up in what's around them. They're caught up in everybody else being the reason that they didn't, they didn't place. Not because they didn't sleep last night. That's never, that's never the reason. That could never have anything to do with it, right? You didn't sleep at all and then you wanna run a marathon the next day. And then you, you run and you don't do anything like you thought you were gonna do. But it couldn't be because you didn't race. You, you didn't sleep, excuse me. It has to be because something other than that. Somebody that you hate is gonna get all your hate now. You're gonna seethe with hate for that person or someone you trusted didn't do right by you. They weren't standing next to you 24 seven, making sure you did everything right. How about this? Nobody's doing that. No one's doing that. No coach is doing that. Even professionals, you have to take responsibility for yourself. That's also a bad habit. Not taking responsibility for yourself is a bad habit. It's a bad habit. Take responsibility for yourself. If you want it, nobody's ever gonna want it more than you for you. As much as I want all of my clients to do well and do great, I can't want it more than them. They have to want it too. Because your will is the only way I'm able to fix you. Your will is the only way I'm able to get you to run to your fullest potential or whatever your sport is. Your will dictates that. I can't. So I know I can fix anybody who comes in my, in my path. I can fix any and everybody. I'll say it. Anybody. The only way that won't happen is if the person doesn't want to get fixed. <laughs> It's the only way this is going to happen because I commit to that period, period. 
but you're the only person that's going to want it more than you. That's it. It has to be you. So at the end of the day, it's all within your hands. Your potential, your ability, or your failure is in your hands. It's very opening and uh, there's a revelation that happens when you get honest with yourself about yourself and about what you're doing or not doing. And if running is that important to you, it's time to get honest. If running really releases you, it's time to get honest. Because what the hell are you releasing from if you're running to, if you're running in a dishonesty? What are you releasing? What are you doing? If you're running for stress relief, but you're being dishonest about what you're doing, how you're treating your body, how you're going out there, and then instead of reflecting, you're actually being a negative person and spewing nastiness to everybody around you, just nastiness, what are you doing then? You're bringing down the whole area, you're bringing down the whole vibe, nobody wants that. And then, then you're like, oh, well, see, see, they're being negative to me. You see how that works? Whatever narrative curate you, you create will be, it will be until you get honest with yourself. That's it. And there is a ton of that, ton of that. I have my own version of this as a person, as a dancer, as a per I have my own deal with that. I have to take responsibility for what I did or didn't do as a young person with opportunity that wasn't taken. I have, to take, I have to take responsibility for that. And so I was able to do that, come through it, and then I help people do what I couldn't do. Same thing with running, I, same thing with athletes, same thing with athletics, same thing. I make sure people do what I could never do as an athlete. It's just, it's just and a lot of um, professional people feel the same way. A lot of professional coaches, a lot of professional doctors, they feel they have that in them. It's, it's, it comes from a place of, you know what, I went to my fullest potential and I know I could get people beyond that because I know what it takes to get there. When you have that level of understanding in this industry and you're actually an expert in it on top of it, an educated expert, is, it, there's no better expert to have on your side. But the person's will has to be there and the person has to be honest or you'll never get there. And it's very humbling to do that. There's nothing off of your back. It takes so much more energy to harbor hate for other people when you just need to work, when you need to just focus on yourself and what you're not doing. Nick Littlehouse is a sleep, an elite sports sleep coach for professional sports, from soccer, football in Europe to soccer here, the NFL, the NBA, and all he does is focus on sleep for athletic performance, like period. That's how serious that is. But no one wants to go to sleep or blame it. No one wants to go to sleep or blame it. Or they really do think that they can run on empty and like that's supposed to do something. And they want to know why they are completely delusional by mile 21. Why they have their legs are locked up and cramped up by mile 17. Really? Really? It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make sense because you're not able to go inward. It's called ego. It's called a lack of emotional control when you can't dictate or curb your ego, I should say. When you can't curb your ego. It's natural to be like, Oh, I can't stand that person. Eh, but I really didn't do what I was supposed to do. That should be the following thought. When the thought stop says, oh, I can't stand that person. They got in my way and they cut me off. And you know, it's this person's fault that I didn't sleep or it's this person's fault that I didn't condition. And it's this person's fault that I didn't hit those hills. And it's this, no, it's not. It's yours. No one's legs are on, no one else's legs are on you but yours. It's your fault. So reach your fullest potential by being honest with yourself because it's really tough to sit here and watch and see how good somebody is and then see their bad habits just take over. 
whether it's a lack of honesty, an ego, nastiness, hatefulness, misery, lack of sleeping, not conditioning, not showing up, not doing your homework, not foam rolling, not doing the hills, not taking rest, not knowing when to come off the race. That's hard to watch when I know what someone's body can do. But it took me a long time to not get so angry about it because it used to make me bananas. But I know I can't have the will for an athlete. The athlete has to want it themselves. And at the end of the day, if you don't want it, that's also fine too. That's fine too. But just be honest with it either way. A, the heat comes off of you. All that heat comes off of you. And you'll be amazed at how you perform thereafter. That's one. And two, there's no reason to be angry at anybody else anymore either. Once you're just honest about it. There's no reason. And again, people excel so much more once they're honest, whether they want to go push for being pro or they don't, the, just the level of honesty that comes with it and being like, what am I doing and not doing? Do I really want this or do I not? The, the excelling after that is exceptional. I've seen it across the board. I have triathletes who want to, who want to qualify for Kona, you know, qualifying races are real, but tough jobs, regular life, your lifestyle, how you live, your working hours, your daily hours, that matters. And if you're putting in so much hours at work and you can't train to, for a triathlete, for an Ironman, for a triathlon, if you can't train those hours for those sports, you're not gonna qualify for Kona. It's not gonna happen. I see it all the time. I see it all the time. And it's sad, I've seen it for years and years and years. It's really sad. Because I'm like, I know how much the person wants it, but work is getting in the way, or life is getting in the way, or they get to take care of their parents, or they have kids, or whatever the case is. Something is getting in the way, and they haven't figured out a way to make it work. I promise you, you can figure out a way to make it work once you get honest with what you want and able to set up a plan for it. And you may need to make some adjustments in your life. Yeah, you may need to. If that's that important to you, then your job has to take a second. So not a second in terms of income, but a second in terms of what you're doing. If your job is taking over the majority of your lifestyle, you might need to check your, your type of job. Maybe you, you know, maybe you need to change your job or, or you know, there's just things that come along with it. And it's not that you have, it's a, it's a training. The training has to be there for to, to really harness your, your fullest potential. And if the training is not there, don't expect that potential to be there, but it's no one else's problem, but yours and be fine with it. Be fine with it. Just address your bad habits because it's only going to help you in the long run, whether you want to push or not dressing your bad habits is going to help you in the long run, really. But it happens all the time and it's really tough to watch and see what's hard to see is someone not being honest with themselves and where they're at with it. That's probably the hardest part of it for me to watch personally. It's one thing to see a body and a physical body move, but to know somebody is not being honest with themselves, I personally struggle with that a lot as a, as a coach, as an expert, as an athletic specialist. That's hard for me because once somebody is honest with themselves, it's like, whew, the whole world opens up. Even if they decide, okay, I don't want to go pro. I don't want to do that. And even if, if they decide that, even then they still excel because the, heat, the, the, the pressure is off. The pressure is off. And you actually are like, all right, I, I'm, I don't want that, but I also know I'm not training properly. Like I need to address how I train. 
and they make some adjustments, adjustments that they feel comfortable with how they train. They still get to do the sport they love. They still get to get, you know, get that sweat on and get that push and feel good, but there's no pressure on it. And all of a sudden they're doing amazing. It happens all the time because that's the power of being honest. So if you know somebody or maybe it's you that I'm talking to, just check your habits. What is really going on with you that is holding you back? Stop looking external because it's got nothing to do with anybody but you. Look, check yourself. Look at yourself. Running is the essence of running is you about you against you for you to be better tomorrow. That's the essence of running. You. Period. It's not a team sport. Don't make it one. Don't make it one. When you're trying to make a non-team sport a team sport, you're going to come up short and angry as hell. Angry as hell. Leave it alone. Whatever your potential is, reach it but you're never gonna reach it without being honest. So do that first. Check your habits, check what you're doing, what's your sleep like, what's your work like, what's your training like, are you doing it? Do you rest enough? Do you eat well? Are you hydrated? All this stuff matters. Be good to yourself and your body will thank you with performance. <laughs> but you have to check your habits. I hope that this helped somebody out there who's listening. I hope if you know somebody that you can relate this to, I hope you share it with them because Either way, it's a helpful it's a helpful idea to understand how much being honest with themselves is going to help them. It's not so much being honest to everybody more than it's being honest with themselves because that's where the change the change, excuse me, is going to be. That's what that's going to be. It's not going to be external. It'll be inside. How they address themselves and look at themselves and the ego has to move away for you to be able to do that. For sure. So check yourself. If your ego is big, check yourself. I hope this helps somebody out there. Runpainfreepodcast.com. Go subscribe. And for more information on people like Dina Castor and listening to that interview, which will be very helpful in this idea and this um, topic, marathontrainingsummit.com. Go get your ticket because you can still go listen to all of the interviews there. Thanks, guys. You're listening to the Run Pain-Free Podcast, brought to you by the Run Pain-Free Academy. Featuring biomechanics, athletic injury correction, and conditioning expert, Jessica Marie Rose Leggio. Subscribe to us as you leave a positive review on iTunes.